0: good morning sons and daughters of God today is the day God has made for us to worship and rejoice and I hope that you will feel that as we gather for worship today not only here but also online and we thank you for coming to be with us this morning as we worship together you know worship is a word that we use in church and it sometimes we forget what it really means And what it means is to give honor and praise and glory to God. That's what worship is. And so we're going to talk about worship, but also how worship shapes the way we live our lives. And to do that, we're going to be spending some time uh, working through the book of Ephesians over the next few weeks. So uh, come and be with us each week as we uh, talk about how worship shapes our life as we live in the world today. But again, welcome. To worship here and welcome online thank you for taking the time to be with us today let's take a few minutes to prepare ourselves for worship Please stand as you are able. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, the God of manna, the God of miracle, the God of mercy. Amen. Amen. Drawn to Christ and seeking God's abundance, let us confess our sin. God, our provider, help help us. us. It is hard to believe there is enough to share. We question question your ways ways when they differ from the ways ways of the world in which we live. We turn turn to our own understanding rather than trusting in you. We We take offense at your teachings and your ways. Turn turn us again to you. Where else can we we turn? Share with us the words of eternal life and feed us for life in the world. Beloved people of God, in Jesus, the manna from heaven, you are fed and nourished by Jesus, the worker of miracles. There is always more than enough. Through Jesus, the bread of life, you are shown God's mercy. You are forgiven and loved into abundant life. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
1: And also with
0: you. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. Lord. Let us pray together. O God, from you come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works. Give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen.
2: The first reading today is from Ephesians chapter 1, beginning with the third verse. In Jesus, all of God's plans and purposes have been made known as heaven and earth are united in Christ. Through Jesus, we have been chosen as God's children and have been promised eternal salvation. A reading from Ephesians. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in Christ, before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in him, things in heaven, and things on earth. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we, who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of, the, of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people, to the praise of his glory. Word of God, word of life.
0: The Gospel According to Mark. Herod Antipas, the king, soon heard about Jesus because everyone was talking about him. Some were saying, this must be John the Baptist raised from the dead. This is why he can do such miracles. Others said, he's the prophet Elijah. Still others said, he's a prophet like the other great prophets of the past. When Herod heard about Jesus, he said, John, the man I beheaded has come back from the dead. For Herod had sent soldiers to arrest and imprison John as a favor to Herodias. She had been his brother Philip's wife, but Herod had married her. John had been telling Herod, it's against God's law for you to marry your brother's wife. So Herodias bore a grudge against John and wanted to kill him. But without Herod's approval, she was powerless, for Herod rep- respected John, and knowing that he was a good and holy man, he protected him. Herod was greatly disturbed whenever he talked to John, but even so, he liked to listen to him. Herodias' chance came on Herod's birthday. He gave a party for his high government officials, army officers, and the leading citizens of Galilee. Then his daughter, also named Herodias, came in and performed a dance that greatly pleased Herod and his guests. Ask me for anything you like, the king said to the girl, and I will give it to you. He even vowed, I will give you whatever you ask, up to half my kingdom. She went out and asked her mother, what should I ask for? Her mother told her, ask for the head of John the Baptist. So the girl hurried back to the king and told him, I want the head of John the Baptist right now on a tray. Then the king deeply regretted what he had said. But because of the vows he had made in front of his guests, he couldn't refuse her. So he immediately sent an executioner to the prison to cut off John's head and bring it to him. The soldier beheaded John in the prison, brought his head on a tray, and gave it to the girl who took it to her mother. When John's disciples heard what had happened, they came to get his body and buried it in a tomb. This is the gospel of our Lord thanks be to God in Jesus name Amen the elderly minister dressed in his somber black robe looked out over the top of his glasses as the congregation sang the hymn. He was surprised by the size of the turnout, especially the number of young people. There had been a youth rally that weekend at a neighboring church, and so he figured that their presence must have been some leftover enthusiasm from that event. Little did he know. He stepped up in the pulpit and cleared his throat and proceeded to read his appointed text with his usual dignified tone. Let us make a joyful noise to the Lord. Let us come into his gates with shouts of thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. And with that, one of the youth up in the balcony shouted, all right, all right, and stood up and started clapping. And with that, somebody else stood up next to him, and before long, all the youth were clapping, and in a few moments, a whole lot of the rest of the congregation was standing and giving God a rousing standing ovation. The pastor and some of the members were visibly startled. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, the man said. So what would you expect them to do? Well, the fact of the matter is, I'll bet at least on that day, nobody found church boring. I hope you're not bored with Worship. But the fact of the matter is, it has been 14 weeks since we sang our rousing Easter hallelujahs with as much gusto as we could muster. And also, the truth is, is that the joy to the worlds are not going to be sung for another 24 weeks. So here we are, kind of stuck in between, in the middle of our rousing hallelujahs and joy to the worlds that we normally love to sing in our worship. We're kind of in the summer doldrums. So maybe, while we're here in this part of the church year, maybe it would be a good time for us to sort of step back and take stock and sort of focus in On what all this is about in the first place and to do that like we said we're gonna take a few weeks to walk our way through the book of Ephesians so you can invite your friends to come to church you know it'll be a safe bet you know what we'll be talking about the writer of Ephesians gives us one of the most concise letters that spells out God's desires for the world and our life in that world, how we live our life as God's people. And our journey together begins with praise. The writer says that we should make a joyful noise to the Lord because the Lord God is worthy of all the praise and glory and worship that we can muster. And the reason for all of this is what God has done for us in Jesus Christ. Now, unlike so much of what we are trained to think in our world, such as given enough time, enough money, enough energy, that we can pretty much create the life that we want for ourselves, Ephesians teaches us right from the beginning that there is one thing that we cannot create, and that's our relationship with God. Listen again to the verbs that are in this passage. God blessed, chose, destined us as children, gave forgiveness, lavished blessing on us, God is the subject of those verbs, not us. We are never here to praise what we can do. We're not even here to praise how strong our faith might be. We are here to praise God, period. That's what worship is. Like I said before, the very definition of the word is to give praise and honor and glory to a deity. That deity, of course, is our God. Think about it this way. If your numbers were to come up in the mega millions lottery, would you keep it to yourself? Mm -hmm. You ever catch the, the expressions on the faces in those commercials of the big sweepstakes winners? There's shock, amazement, Then great joy, and they start saying all kinds of of expressions of glee, and there's an occasional, oh my God. And when we think about all that God has done for us, oh my God ought to be our expression too. Because not only does God give us life, God gives us new life whenever we mess up the first one. And that's just not something we can buy. I don't care how big our sweepstakes winnings might be. Maybe you've heard those expressions, you might already be a winner. Or you can't win if you don't enter. Well, with God, we are already winners and we didn't even have to buy a ticket. In fact, there's no ticket for us to buy because it's all grace. As the passage says, we are chosen. We are adopted. We are destined to be God's own children. We we have God's seal of approval, which means that there is no time in your life In which God will not be on your side. God did all of that. God did it. And that calls for a joyful noise. But that also poses a problem for some. When some folks hear that God has done all of that, they begin to believe that it doesn't matter what they're going to do, what they do, because God's going to love them anyway. They think that, well, I can do anything I want because God's going to forgive me anyway. But notice what the passage says. The passage says is that we are to live to the praise of God's glory. Living for God, living in God's grace is not A license to do whatever we want to do we are to live in praise of God's glory and that means that that what we do matters very much the German philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche said you must look more redeemed if I am going to believe in your Redeemer And I know he speaks for an awful lot of people out in the world, and maybe some people in the church. There is definitely a response to God's grace and love. And that response does take a certain form, and we're going to look at that as we work our way through this book of Ephesians. But the writer wants us to be sure we understand where it all starts with praise. God loves us no matter what. And the writer tells us God loves us because it makes God happy to love us. And when we begin to accept that immeasurable gift, when we feel drawn closer and closer to God, we begin to see that our lives take a certain shape. And we can actually begin to to witness the way our lives have the potential to affect those around us in ways that we might not have even imagined. We can begin to live a life of gratitude and joy. And that joy can become contagious. The writer Tony Campolo is certainly someone whose joy just sort of gushes out of him. And that can cause him to be a little playful at times. He tells the story of standing in front of elevators in the World Trade Center, waiting to catch the elevator. It was one of those express elevators that goes up 50 floors without stopping. And as he looked around at all those business people standing there in their fancy suits and their their briefcases, he noticed how somber they looked, how serious they were. I mean, some of them looked like they had lost their best friend. And so when the elevator arrived and people started filling in, he made sure that he would end up toward the front of the elevators up close to the door. And just as the door started to close, he turned around and instead of facing the door, he turned around to all those somber faces with a huge smile on his. And when the door finally closed, he announced, well, since we're going to be spending some time together, I thought we might as well sing. And the amazing thing is, they did. As those somber people, those business people, rode up those 50 floors, they joined him in a rousing chorus of, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. And when they got to their destination, they were laughing and smiling together. And I'll bet their day went better too. Joyful noises to the Lord is the sound of Christians, or at least it ought to be. And certainly nowhere should that sound be heard more than here in church. Now, I don't want to leave you with the impression that that church should always be one big happy party fact is, we come before God as we are, sometimes broken, oftentimes burdened, reminded of how broken life can be. I mean, all we have to do is read today's gospel lesson to have that reminder in front of us. To fit that lesson, Mark had already chosen a song that was entitled, Sometimes our only song is weeping. So yes, we do come before God, broken and burdened. And we come and confess how we have contributed to that brokenness. And we do sing songs of lament. God invites us to come and bring it all before him. But even in the face of all of that, we sing a hymn of praise because in christ we have god's promise that nothing that burdens us not even death will last forever that even death will one day be turned into life ephesians tells us that our praise is to be a sign a signal a witness that that's already happening, happening among us. That the advent of a new kingdom is breaking out before us, a kingdom where the poor and the wretched of the world are treated like royalty. Our worship is a signal to the world that this kingdom is not just coming, but that it's already here here, now, among us, and we are its citizens. So today we celebrate. We celebrate as the dress rehearsal for that day when the Bible tells us we will see people of every race and every tongue coming before the throne of God. We will be in God's holy city. And as Ephesians tells us, God will bring all things together in Christ. It's our way of saying thanks to God, of making a joyful noise because God is worthy of all of our thanks and all of our praise. So, Since we're here together for a while, why don't we do that right now? Join me in standing as you are able as we give an ovation to our God for all of his blessings.
3: In Jesus' name.
1: The Lord of oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his soul. Holy name sing like never before Oh my soul I worship your holy name worship your holy
3: come before the Triumph God in prayer, responding to each petition with the words, Hear us and help us. O oh God, bless the Church throughout the world. Uphold bishops, pastors, deacons, chaplains, and leaders of monastic communities. Protect from danger and contagion everyone who attends church camps throughout the summer and provide meaningful worship for the campers. That we might nurture one another in baptismal life, O God, hear us and help us. Bless the earth, moderate the intense heat, give shade and breezes to all and send necessary rain to nourish the crops. Preserve farm laborers as they work each day under the sun. That your creation will survive and thrive, O God. Hear us and help us. Bless the leaders of nations. Crush the might of tyrants. Train those in power to care for all the oppressed in their land. Lead wealthier countries to share the COVID vaccine with poorer nations. Protect whistleblowers and journalists and form us into persons without prejudice against others. Bless all who live without power or status. Free the poor, especially youth, from every form of enslavement. Grant security and self-determination to indigenous people around the globe, that all people might live in dignity, O God. Hear us and help us. Bless all who are sick or suffering. Comfort the survivors of disaster or gun violence. Protect us from the Delta variant of the coronavirus. Visit all who are imprisoned and accompany all persons who are facing capital punishment, receive our prayers for Susan Bayman, Jesse Brock, Betty Burkhart, David Cook, John Daly, Gay Green, Alberta Holden, Paul Letts, Judy Nelson, Mary Lou Schofield, Roger Strong, Bill Sutton, Ron Wagner, and those on our lips or in our hearts. Janelle. That all people might experience well-being, O God. Hear us and help us. Bless each of us that throughout this week we may pray, pray, and work in Your name. Receive now our silent prayers. That each of us might live as Your adopted child, O God. Hear us and help us. Receive these prayers, merciful God, for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen.
0: The peace of Christ be with you always. May we greet one another with the sign of Christ's peace. Certainly part of our worship is to share this meal of celebration for the gift of new life in Christ. And for those of you who are worshiping at home, we invite you to join us around this table for the body and blood of Christ. We invite you to share your meal with all those who are gathered with you, or you may commune by yourself if you are alone. Please use the words when you receive the bread. This is the body of Christ given for you. And when you receive the cup, this is the blood of Christ shed for you. Please stand as you're able. The Lord be with you. And
3: also with you.
0: Lift up your hearts.
3: We lift them to the Lord.
0: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. It is indeed right to give you our thanks and praise, O God. For in Christ you are gathering all things into one communion and adopting us as your own beloved children. With all wisdom and insight, you made known to your people the mystery of your will. Though tyrants have opposed your truth, cutting down your prophets and crucifying your son Jesus, you have not left us to death's power. When you raised Christ from the dead, you opened the ancient gates to us and sealed us, with your promised Holy Spirit, so that we might enter into your resurrection life, leaping and dancing, and receiving every blessing of heaven. Therefore, with our hearts lifted high, we offer you thanks and praise at all times, with the church on earth and the church in heaven, and we join their unending hymn, night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Then after supper he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for them to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Christ has set the table with more than enough for all. Come and be fed. We will commune the organ side first. Body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you and keep you in His grace. Amen. Let us pray. Jesus. Are able to hear this invitation and declaration of
1: grace?
0: God has always loved you. God loves you now, and God will love you forever. This is the grace that God gives to us that is worthy of our praise, and we live out our praise in lives of thanksgiving. So we go trusting that God will continue to bless us and keep us, that God's faith will continue honor us with grace and mercy. May God
3: peace you are the body of Christ thanks be to God